hello, hello, and welcome to episode 15 of Hollow Hollow Hangout. Uh, thank you for joining us today and taking a seat and joining us for another conversation about the Filipino community, the uh, what's going on in the Philippines, and what's going on here. So, and I'm here joined by my co-host and the fabulous whereby machine is Pam. Mabuhay. And if you can't tell, we're a little tired today because we <laughs> went somewhere yesterday that uh, um, we went to a bit of a, like a, was a first gathering of the CSFA. Yeah, it's, been, social... it's their first in-person social gathering. So it was the CSFA Summer Social and it took place um, the Wabin? last Saturday. Wabin? I don't know how to pronounce that. Wabin? I don't know. W A B U N. One of the many <laughs> Minneapolis parks. Here. Many Minneapolis parks. This one was the one next to the veterans' home, across yep. the creek from uh, Minnehaha Creek Park. I mean, it was a very nice. It was a very nice park, but yeah. it was packed. I've never been there before. Uh, neither have I. <laughs> I have not. It was nice. I mean, it was like what, eighty-five, eighty-six degrees outside. Or yeah. something like that. It's quite nice. Yeah. It was a nice day to do it. And uh, yeah. There were other mean, things going on in the in the Twin Cities too. I mean you went to I went to the Pride Festival. Before. Yep. And right afterwards I went to the CSFA. So I was already sweating. <laughs> yeah. Um <sighs> Yeah, there was a lot of people there. Um not just for the CSFA, but it was just a packed a packed park. And um, parking was <laughs> a bit of a challenge, but we managed. And um, I thought it was at four o'clock, and I wanted to, I wanted to get there like around five, just because I know how Filipinos work. <laughs> yeah. So I was, I thought it was going to be at four o'clock, but apparently it didn't start everything till five. So, yep. and actually after five. Because the karaoke machine wasn't working, or the PA system wasn't working, or something wasn't working. It was working. more of a PA system than a karaoke. <laughs> I think. There was no karaoke. I just Although remember, that would have been fun. I just fun, remembered though. when I was a kid with a CSFA that I was dragging my aunt's karaoke machine because that was pretty much the PA system. Pretty and, much, yeah. You know, and just put a little e just put a little echo in there just for funsies and. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then also there was. I don't know what it's called, but it's kind of like a pinata, but instead of hitting a hitting like a an animal yeah. or whatever, you just you pull jump down. and grab and pull down. Yeah. Which the trick to that game, kids, is to pull down the rack that's the thing that's attached to all the prizes. So if you pull the rack down and with your other hand you grab all the prizes, you've become the genius of the day. So <laughs> <laughs> So just a pro tip there for I don't for kids. I don't know if any of the kids realize that that's how it works. I didn't see I didn't watch them do the thing. But yeah, wow. it kind of brought me memories of you know uh, those other Fil Filipino um celebrations. I think I think with me it I remember it it be a part of what was it? 
Uh, Bascom? Oh, like, um, like, yeah, the Christmas parties? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that so, was fun. Yeah, it was, but, it was a lot of, there was a, there was a lot of people there, um, for the CSFA, um, they did their whole, like, introductory thing in the beginning. Yep. And that was hosted by Jen Shire, yep. who is the vice president of vice the president. CSFA. Yeah. I think the president was, like, in Texas or something. president was, was on vacation. Was on vacation. So, Jen Shire, who is the vice yep. president and also my Tagalog teacher, one of the Tagalog teachers, yep. uh, kind of headed it. She got, gave an overview of, like... The history. The history behind CSFA. Because I think and, it was, like... It was our 50th anniversary or something like that mm-hmm. of the CSFA. That's pretty, that's pretty big. And yeah. they were also uh, trying to get people to sign up to be CSFA members. Yep, which we are already are. We we already were. Yeah, but so. we strongly encourage people who, if you're not. Yeah. It's cheap. It's like 15 bucks a year. It's yep. Not, not much. <laughs> $20 for families. I mean, that's a bargain right there. Yep, and it's a very great way to stay in touch with the Filipino community. Yep. And, and hopefully we'll uh, we'll find more new faces yeah. next yeah. year. Yes. And it's and it's it's a good way to support the Filipino community and the associations. This is more of a I mean, it's geared towards culture rather than I don't know what the other one. I mean, there's a bunch of Filipino American, <laughs> you know, film and association is another group, and there's a bunch of other groups, and there's there's gr- groups of groups, right? So you've got like the religious Filipino groups, you have the professional yeah. Filipino groups, like you know, Philippine Nurses Association would be one of those, and right. you know, so this is one of those like, I guess like more broad groups. I think this but, is also. I think this was this is also more family friendly. Yeah, it's more. Oh yeah. And there are there are some uh, there are some uh, events that are geared towards kids. Yeah. So. so it was good. And um the only complaint I have was that uh, well it's not a complaint. It was just an observation. This is not a complaint. <laughs> you know, this is not a complaint. I was just surprised. But I was a-okay with it because I shouldn't be eating this. But there was no rice left by the time I got to the table. And was there rice to begin with? Because I, I did know. see a rice cooker. I think I there was. I think there was rice because in my adobo there were specks of rice, and wow. I think the rice was next to the adobo. So there and was, it was rice. It was a pretty small rice cooker that I saw. So yeah. I'm pretty sure that wasn't going to feed in all the others. <laughs> I may have to maybe get a you know lend them my big rice cooker because if they're running out of rice that's a big problem especially in the in a filipino community when everything just goes on top of rice and that's about it so <laughs> but but the rest of the food was good oh there yeah there's adobo was the adobo was excellent yeah i like that there was also there was also like a chicken salad. I, I don't I wasn't sure if this is that that was really a Filipino dish, but it was really good. Was it good? I didn't try it. I, I you told me it was there, but I didn't see it. Oh, it was at the very end. The very you end. probably skipped it. <laughs> but they had like the all the staples. Of course, they had the pancit. They had the uh, um, the uh, they had that one thing with lumpia. bitter melon. They had a thing with bitter melon, which I pretty much said no which to. We, yeah, which we. Uh, <laughs> 
we were like, don't eat that. <laughs> it was it was a mistake to get that. I had no idea there was bitter melon in it. Well, I, I bit the, in it. I'm like, oh, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> I did eat everything else but the bitter melon in that dish. Yeah, I was like, when you say a bitter melon, I'm like, oh, okay. Nope. Not going to eat that one. It's not eggplant. <laughs> they did have the chicken wings, which I don't... There's, there's it's always... Like a, it's like a safety... Uh, I think it is a safety... Thing. Like yeah. if you don't like anything, everyone loves. Fried I didn't chicken. go to the dessert table though. I, I forgot didn't... to go to dessert because I was chatting it up with like a bunch of people you were, there. You were Mr. Social, which is fine. <laughs> which is fine. I I ate I ate a cookie for us, <laughs> but there was fruit. There was also pandesal, but I didn't see any more pandesal when I went up to the like, other table. I don't think I they like, realize how many people were actually showing up to this thing. <laughs> I, I, uh, yeah, I really didn't know how, how what the turnout was. It was a lot of people there. I, I mean, I feel like there was at least 200 people there. Plus kids. Yeah. And, so. and people were trickling in. I know we yeah. kind of were there at the very start, and then slowly more people started to show yeah. up. And I'm like, oh, hi. We were there at the very end, I think, or the latter part. Uh, we so, left right when they were starting to pack everything pack up. Pack everything up, yeah. And we were tired. So, <laughs> yeah, we were tired. It was like 8 o'clock by the time we decided to call it quits. And... But it was nice. It was um, getting to know uh, people, especially during um, after after lockdown. And that we, you know, we had a picnic, which was a very nice thing. Um... Uh, I would say good job on getting the getting all the staples in the on the on the buffet table definitely mm -hmm. yeah you know sans rice but <laughs> you know even without rice it still tasted really good it was good they had they had uh, they had lechon oh yeah they had I, it's been years since I had oh, lechon oh I was I was uh, I was like okay. More of this, please. I'll go to every CSFA as long as they had these staples. So, but yeah, I do. <laughs> I, I, I'm just echoing you. I'm just, I just do hope that there are more in-person uh, gatherings, especially Bamana. They still don't. They're they still not no sure idea. whether it's gonna happen this year or yep. not. I hope it will. But. Yep, they have no idea yet. It's supposed to happen. It usually happens in like September, but September is starting to come fairly close. So, so cool. uh, fingers crossed on that. <laughs> yep. So, and looks like they're planning on doing some more like in-person activities too. So I know they're already excited about Christmas because oh yeah, being a Filipino, they're already talking, they're about, already talking about Christmas <laughs> because the bird months are starting to come come towards us. Yeah. So. But, we, but we're Minnesotans. We don't stop. <laughs> we don't stop even for that. <laughs> we don't stop. So, in light of that, um, it was good, and I encourage you know, like if you're especially if you're living in the Twin Cities, to go to these things and like chat up. Um, you know, there's a lot of connections that you can make, and you know, with the Filipino community and what what we're up to, and you know, and the things that are happening, not just for the CSFA, but also for the other associations out there. Um, so yeah, I definitely invite you to to attend one of these things 
Um, they're everywhere on Facebook. Their calendars are on Facebook. All the societies are on Facebook. So yeah, it's and, not and like. Just, <laughs> and just a side note, um, the reason why we talk we talk a lot about CSFA is because we are CSFA members. Yeah. We get a lot. We get their newsletters, and that's kind of our go-to. Yep. But we will go to FMA. Organization. Yeah. But we'll... we will. <laughs> well, like we will. Yeah. Surely we will share what's going on with our other organizations. But we just want to make a note to other people that there are other Filipino yeah. organizations that do, you know, require further research. Reach out to them and ask yep. your questions and yeah. give them a shot. Philippine Center. What's happening in August first? The Philippines. We ha- well, before we delve into the current events uh, going on okay. here, is there a, is there a, la 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 la. Hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on. I lost my. Oh my gosh, I lost my. Uh, uh where is my rundown? <laughs> I lost yep. my rundown. Okay, there yep. it is. Uh, um, yeah. So I have to look for my. I have a new setup here, so just bear with me. <laughs> We are like, professionals. We are professionals. Um, oop. So here we go. Okay. All right. So, so what's going on here in Minnesota? So August 1st, um, the Philippine Center is going to have a carandiria. So the Philippine Center is on Frost Avenue in Maplewood, I think. Yes. Um, it's on the St. Paul side and yes. it's the Philippine center and it's just, it's a building that we, that the Philippine community uses to do a bunch of like activities and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of those activities is Carinderia. So a lot of the vendors and the cottage industry, Filipino businesses go there and you can eat your heart out. Yep. <laughs> so. I do want to. I do want to point out that it is from 11 a.m. to 1.30 on August 1st. So you have to be there. The earlier you get there, the better. Yes. I know Menali will be there with her cakes and other baked goods. And usually hers is the first ones to go. You can, you sort of have to think about it as like an indoor food truck festival. Yeah. It looks like, and it looks like the food will be prepared and served by, Famous local chefs from Indai's Kitchen, a poi restaurant, and a new vendor called Wake and Bake. Wake and Bake. Mm-hmm. So check it out. I, I, I am raring to go for that. Definitely. Um, Wake and Bake. <laughs> August first. That's about like, uh, what is that? Like fifteen days from now. <laughs> yeah, you have about half a so, half a month to plan weeks. out. Clear off your schedule. Yes. <laughs> Go to the current dirty, yeah. Um, the other thing that's happening is that um, there are, and I found this out during the CSFA Summer Social, was that the thing that happened um, Saturday, that um, there are several... Now, here's the thing. I should, I should caveat this. The Philippine community in minnesota pretty much you know like it was like around like the 60s right with the nurses coming from overseas and the and the um you know peace corps uh volunteers getting hitched in the philippines and bringing their wives over here to the u.s and 60s and 70s right now it's 2020 and like we're sort of 
trying to like make our presence known here in the in the Twin Cities. And one of those ways that we're doing is that there are several people who are actually in office, government office, that are that are Filipina or Filipinos, right? Yeah, that was and, a very cool thing. Yeah, and one of these, and I should know better um i had no idea until maybe several months ago that my cousin lynette dumalog is uh is running for st louis park city council and yeah so i'm excited about that um and hopefully we can get her on the on the show to talk about her platform and to talk about what made her decide to run for government office and she right now she's appoint she's actually sitting on the council right now as an appointee um because someone vacated their seat i think it was like a year ago or last summer or last september so she was appointed for that seat in her ward and now she is battling to keep that seat at st louis park which is a western it's a first tier western suburb of the twin cities so hopefully we can uh um, get her on the show and she can talk about about uh yeah her campaign which apparently you know feel free to donate um to her when i don't even know how to donate to her campaign but we can get her on the show and she can talk about it so hopefully that'll happen soon um but yeah apparently the district five uh uh hennepin county uh commissioner is filipina and I had no idea until yesterday. So we're making headway in terms of um, making our presence known that we are a community here in the Twin Cities. Because we are, I would say we are different from like like the Filipino communities of like the West Coast and Los Angeles. You know, I mean, we're in the Midwest and mm-hmm. Northern Midwest for that matter. And, you know, people don't realize that there are actually Filipinos up here in the in the very very opposite climate of what the Philippines is known for. So, yes, so that's exciting. Yep, and some other some other uh, news. The CSFA is gonna host their annual family campout. Yes, August thirteenth through August fifteenth. For more information on that, just check out the CSFA Facebook page. Yep. There will be uh, ev- events including uh, potluck, games, karaoke, bingo, movie night, and bonfire with s'mores. And so make sure that you bring your own camping equipment, some a potluck dish to share, your own beverages, etc. Yep. I've been to that camp out before and it was fairly fun. And there's, I, it I don't happens- think I've been there. If it happens over the weekend and la- it's like last day is Sunday and yeah, I mean, it's a family thing. So a lot of, a lot of people show up, not just in the CSFA, but other, other organizations too. So, I mean, prepare to have fun and sweat and <laughs> stay up, smell like smoke and eat good food. <laughs> so, um, and then maybe some noteworthy news, I should say. Um, so you remember that where Gander's was located in um, Eden Prairie? It, yes. It had like it had a few owners in that 
And just now that currently that space is now vacant. Yeah. And it's the one with the like the blue the blue roof or whatever. Yeah. You can for, see it for when those you travel people who are down li- to twelve. People who are listening to this show outside of the Twin Cities probably won't know what we were talking about. Just but it's a in the southwest suburbs of the Twin Cities is this town suburb called Eden Prairie. And it's right where it's on the it's where the southwest point of the beltway for the Twin Cities um, resides. And yep. around there is Eden Prairie Mall, which is one of the bigger malls, you know, mm-hmm. in the in the Twin Cities and right next to that is a Gander Mountain or used to be and previous to that it was a Burger Brothers um, and now it's vacant and what's what's going on over there? And it it won't okay first off what is that? Are you hearing that crick uh, that noise? Like no. something is loose. That was probably like me. it's kind of staticky. How's that? Okay better. Okay. <laughs> All right um so what's going to be in there coming soon, hopefully within a month or so. They say that it will open uh, late summer. I hope it will. Called Asian Mall of Minnesota. Ooh. So what they're hoping that this space would be used for, it'll be laid out like a mall. And that's where people can get their fresh Asian groceries. Some live live seafood can be picked up. You can dine in at local Asian restaurants. This will all happen in that space. I'm I'm actually quite intrigued for a couple of reasons. One, mm-hmm. right when we think of an Asian mall here in the Twin Cities, right, we think of what like SM Mall for me. <laughs> well, no, like you know, like here in the Twin Cities would be oh, here like in the Twin yeah, it would be like. Um, that's the obvious Nicolet Mall. Mall. I mean, no, Nicolet Avenue, where like all the Asian markets and restaurants are are located. Pretty much, like there's a big conglomerate of them. Like, yeah. uh, you know, Shuang Har is over there, and this one at the top of my head, um, Kwang's restaurants over there. A bunch of like pho. Um, you know, like far restaurants, Vietnamese oh, yeah. restaurants, like that, right? But here's the yeah. thing. When you're going down there, you know, and here's the thing. Eden Prairie is a pretty posh place, especially in Prairie, <laughs> that area, right? I mean. Uh, not as posh as Edina, but carry on. Well, I mean, it's it's posher than, let's say, you know, like chicago and franklin <laughs> okay you know? Fair enough. okay fair enough. you know what i mean so i'm kind of curious how this is going to turn out because i've never i guess my my point is is that i've never seen anything like this in anywhere in the in the united states residing as a fairly you know you know like a higher you know like a fairly expensive town so it'll be well, interesting to see. But the thing is, though, you have to think that the Asian community in general, not just the Filipino community, is expanding. It is expanding. So which is good. I'm glad. So this is I'm hoping that, you know, 
this will happen. The last article that I was able to pull up, it was still under inspection. The plans were. Yeah. If if they're still if it everything's still good, I mean, we should be expecting yeah. an Asian mall here, which is awesome yeah. because I work in Eden Prairie and you need you need your you need your you can't can you you, you drive what like an hour away to get to the nearest day? A <laughs> uh, half hour. Yeah. So yeah, I'm like excellent you have your grocery store i have mine <laughs> which is that we're actually in my work we're actually opening a new site over there in that area so um in the ian Perry area uh next to the mall so i'm actually which is interesting because you already have one in what chanhassen yeah Chaska? we have one in chanhassen we have one in yeah. minnetonka and richfield and but yeah we apparently my the company I work for signed the purchase agreement in that yeah. area. So, and unfortunately, it's too early to say what exactly will be at this mall. It's still all kind of all a mystery. Yeah, but I'm just thinking. I mean, that would be an excellent opportunity for other Filipino companies to, you know, get their space in. Yeah, I hope there's a Filipino. I hope a Filipino store or a Filipino restaurant goes in there, or both. Yeah, <laughs> or both. <clears throat> Jolly boy. Jolly. That's probably a far fetch. Yeah, but we are still. We're we're hearing rumors in the grapevine here about a Jolly Bee that's going to pop up somewhere in the Twin Cities, but it's rumors, and I have no idea, so I can't say. <laughs> when uh, when I do have some downtime, which is rare, um, I will plan on probably writing up a petition. Then I'm gonna uh, collect signatures. <laughs> And then I will send it to the company and saying, come on, open up in Minnesota. I found out. I found out this week that there's a Jollibee in the UK. In the UK. And the only reason why I found out about this is because of a YouTube video where they were comparing the American Jollibee with the UK Jollibee. Okay. No. Okay, come and on. UK like, beat Minnesota on. to the punch. <laughs> Come on. Like, seriously? Like, I get there's Filipinos in the UK and you're in Europe for that matter, but come on. <laughs> it's like, we're, we need a Jollibee here in the Twin Cities. I'm sorry. Like, just somewhere. Even if you want to open up in St. Cloud, fine. Just as long as there's one, like, like in Minnesota that I don't have to take a, a weekend trip to go to. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the closest one for us would be Chicago, but still, I mean, that's a that's a weekend we have, trip. We have a, a Filip large enough Filipino community that if they were to ever open up here in Minnesota, anywhere in Minnesota, oh, it'll it'll make revenue. It'll make bank. Oh yeah. You we'll make me? sure it'll of be, it. It'll be. What was that? It'll be. 2000 Krispy Kreme Maple Grove all over again where there was cars upon cars upon cars lining up like blocking traffic on Weaver Lake Road so I mean that's I mean and yeah I mean that's basically what's going to happen I mean you you're pretty much assured that you're gonna right. it's gonna pay for itself so yes. so come on don't <laughs> <leave>. <laughs> but for now i will be rooting for asian mall um 
It's called Asian, the Asian Mall of Minnesota. Yeah, it's Asia. Uh, you can find more information on it at asiamallmn.com. Yeah, it's called Asia Mall of Minnesota. So, if you if you want to check it out, there's not much to check out, but I would imagine like was a Midtown Global Market would have been the Asia Mall of Minnesota. I mean, <laughs> just say it. That would that would, yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. But there are like other varieties there too, right? It's mostly I mean, it's mostly like, It's like a global. It's global, but it's mostly like, you know, you know like there's like a Jewish Israeli place there, there's a Pakistani yeah. place there, there's a Filipino place there. So, I mean, any which way, I'm I am excited. <laughs> I'm excited. So, uh, so that's what's happening in the in stateside, and um, specifically here, I know it's a lot of Minnesota news. I know, but you know, we're from here, so there it is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, what's going on over in across the big pond to our west or Philippines? Not not the UK. Not, not the that US. pond. The not other pond. pond. The other <laughs> pond. The bigger pond. King pond. Um, and I need to find that. Okay, so I was talking to my cousin the other day, and apparently what she has told me is that they are still under general community quarantine over there, and the Delta variant has popped its ugly face over there in... The, the Delta Philippines. Variant? Yeah. Great. So that was sarcastic to the listeners, by the way. I yeah, don't mean great as in woohoo. No, it's more like the whole no. 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 <laughs> enough. No, no. Enough of this. In fact, last last Thursday they've got they, they confirmed their first death of the Delta variant. So where so, where was this death out of curiosity? Um, I'd have to dig back to my thing, but this was in the Reuters news bulletin. Okay. Um, but it happened and there's several cases. I think there was like 13 in total when I first opened up the Reuters, um, uh, bulletin that there was 13 confirmed cases of the Delta Mm. over there. And the Philippines is still in general community quarantine, but the president of the Philippines, um, Duterte is thinking about lifting um, restrictions, especially Manila. When? So he's thinking about it. Oh, he's just thinking about <laughs> so, it. Okay. Any which way, it's not being. It's not good there. He's, there's still travel restrictions and that sort of thing. Um, my cousin went to Manila, um, mm-hmm. and she had to do a thing over there. She literally flew there in the morning. Right? Okay. And then she didn't even stay there. She flew back the very day. Oh, my. So. Okay. So it's. She didn't want to stay there. So it's still oh. happening. Um, Understandable. Mm-hmm. So uh, the Johnson Johnson vaccine, a uh, bunch of doses were donated by the U.S. to the Philippines. So they got Johnson Johnson now. They got Sinovac. They've got Pfizer. And I believe they're getting an Indian version, an okay. Indian uh, vaccine. 
So yeah. I think the they're having the same issues here with people getting the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so they're it's you know it is what it is in terms of like trying to get people to get vaccinated there and i know the president's already talking about like trying to make it like a mandate you have to get your vaccine okay you know but i don't think he's pushed that through not so, yet at least no, not yet at least i know they're already doing like a variant of like passports like you can't even go into the mall unless they you show that you're vaccinated mm. over okay. there so they've got like an like a phone app that okay that tells you whether or not you're you're vaccinated. Okay. Um. So. It's it's becoming a little uh. Confusing. <laughs> so. Yeah. You know over there, but my uncle actually traveled back here to the U.S. from the Philippines just to get vaccinated, and I think they're staying here till like the end of the year. Okay. So it's. You know, and what I've heard was that that was a that was a challenge to get them back here because they couldn't yeah. fly. They couldn't get out of the international terminal without getting a clear all clear in terms of whether or not they have a COVID. They have COVID, so they had to get a test mm-hmm. before they could get out of the international terminal. So, right, it is. Uh, it is what it is, and um, yeah. So it's it's still a thing. Don't forget, there's still uh, there's still pandemic out there. Yep, um, and to those that are wondering about how my parents are doing because the volcano is still, you know, I haven't heard of any th- any other updates regarding of the the Al volcano. Mm-hmm. Um, for those listeners that didn't know, the Al volcano erupted again, and my parents in Tagaytay City, um, they. They weren't forced to evacuate, and so they decided to just uh, just close all the windows and doors and just ride it out. And as far as I know, I mean, they're still talking like normal. And if they're not, if they haven't said anything about an evacuation, they're still there. They're still doing fine. Yeah. At least they're, you know, you know that they're, you're still keeping in contact with them, I assume. And oh yeah, my my family like sent each other messages uh, mess, uh, messages in like a group chat. Yep. I would be more worried if they stopped. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing. If they, you know, I would be, I would I would be like really really concerned of all of a sudden they're not getting returning my messages. Yeah. So. Uh, so another news is that apparently. Uh, so May Pacquiao, the boxing hero of the of the Philippines, yes. uh, and senator of the Philippines, <laughs> is here in the U.S. training for a welterweight fight uh, that's supposed to happen sometime this uh, in a coming upcoming week or upcoming month. He's training here, right? But while he was training here, he's not also getting into a fight. Um, here in the U.S., he's also getting into a fight with the president of the Philippines. Apparently, um, Manny Pacquiao has criticized Duterte about his stance on China, which resulted in his, in Manny Pacquiao's, um, ouster of, of leadership for the 
uh, PDP Laban Party, or the Democratic Party in the Philippines. He was voted out while he was here, and be and be and now he's uh, apparently the talk of the town over there is that he may run for president. And the presidential election is coming up here um, in two years, so it'll be interesting what happens. <laughs> it'll be it'll be quite interesting what happens because Manny Pacquiao is still pretty popular there in the in the Philippines, and and they come from the same island in the Philippines. <laughs> so just a battle between. Pacquiao versus Duterte. For some odd reason, I thought Duterte <laughs> kind of put boxing on pause because of his political activity. I have. You mean you mean Pacquiao? Or sorry, Pacquiao. Sorry. I was like Duterte, Duterte is boxing. <laughs> I would be. He has to see. actual guns, <laughs> not the same guns he's as got, Pacquiao. He's got plenty of guns. Um. No, apparently not. Um, he did fight Mayweather while he was the senator. Oh, okay. So, and he lost because so he's a... you know, wow. He has a busy schedule. Yeah, very busy schedule. <laughs> he's not only. I mean, I I do. Um, I am a little concerned with all the beatings he's gotten. You know, especially in the upper torso region area. Um, and he's making <laughs> right. laws, so I don't know. You know. <laughs> Like, right, right, right. But anyways, uh, so that's, that's what's happening. In a, it should be interesting in this, in this coming election. He hasn't made an official announcement whether or not he's running for the presidency of the Philippines, but it is expected. So I'm, I, am, uh, I am waiting to hear. <laughs> See, I think, I think this is just my American side talking when I say I hope he does not. Because as an American, we've had very bad, bad uh, run whenever a celebrity becomes president. <laughs> so, you mean here in the United States? Yes, yes. So, oh, they do. They do all the time in the Philippines. I mean, you had like uh, you had an action star um, president of the Philippines back in the nineties. <laughs> and I get so. it. Usually, the more popular a person is, the more likely he will. Uh, win an election because because everyone would know his name yeah but uh yeah my american side is like don't <laughs> <laughs> but so, i'm not i'm not living in the philippines it's whatever <laughs> yeah but it's still i mean it's still from whence we came from so it's always you know i'm almost you know i'm i'm interested what happens there um i do have family still living there and they have to put up all this crap so <laughs> it's you know they they tell me what's what over there and you know i do have family there that uh that are both sides of the spectrum in terms mm -hmm. of policy yeah. so it's you know it, it is what it is and uh but you know we still get together they still get together and have lich on at the end of the day so i mean i still <laughs> you know what i say i say from an outsider's point of the what the Filipino politics going on is there. It's just an opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't uh, use my statement as word. It's more <laughs> like a whole. I, I. This is what I think of it, but yeah. you know, I don't fully under fully grasp what's going on in the Philippines to really say, hey, this is what it should be. Yeah, it's such a, it's such a, it's such a, like, it's intricate. It's a, it's it's such a, like we think 
we think here in the United States in terms of like the politics here in the United States is is just weird and sometimes it just completely doesn't make any sense and you think it makes sense but something comes out of left field and something else happens the Philippines is pretty much the same way yeah. I mean <laughs> it's it in fact I think the Philippines gets a little bit more uh more rowdy <laughs> when it comes to politics because things happen there that would never ever happen here you know i think that i think that years, but who knows i think that would call for its own episode really yeah, it does so that's what's happening in the philippines um yeah so let's move on to a deep topic deep topic time and hold on i gotta go to here and I gotta go to here. Oh, I don't have a. I'll just use this. Um. So dramatic. Deep <laughs> topics. Okay, so. <laughs> so this came up so this came up when we were uh hanging out at the csfa social we um we were just noting um one well one well, there were multiple stereotypes that we were talking about and we just wanted to cover just stereotypes in general in in this segment <laughs> we were having a- one big one was the whole rice thing the rice whole- thing there's no rice. We, you especially, we, you were freaking out. Like, <gasps> There's no rice. In that jokingly way, I mean, I get. I mean, rice. I mean, it is one of those <laughs> expectations where if you go to a Filipino house household party, whatever, there oh, yeah. is gonna be some kind of rice that's there, whether it's yeah. fried rice, white rice, probably white rice. Yeah, most likely mostly be both. Rice. Yeah. So, um, and if there is no rice, usually we will accept pancit or palabok or any other noodles. I'm a, I I also I also love noodles. My mom especially loved loved always oh, yeah. making pancit and other ramen. Um, I guess the next. I, I don't know how what would we say carb or preferred carb or whatever. Oh, preferred carb of choice is rice. Oh yeah, it goes rice and then noodles. Well, yeah. this is for me: rice, noodles, and potato. But potatoes aren't that common oh, in the Philippines. Mine is are bread. They? Oh, you do bread. See, yeah, mine is bread, like pandesal. Oh, I understand with the pandesal, or... which is which is excellent and all. But mm. for me, I guess anything. That is like a doughy taste. Yeah. Depending on how they were baked, of course. Yeah. I kind of... Eh, give me potatoes. Give me potatoes. <laughs> give me potatoes. And there was one... There was one dish that my mom used to make. And it was like chicken with chickpeas. And it she would throw in potatoes in there. And usually it is on, served on top of rice. Oh, is it like with tomatoes and... Um, or like it was like a like a tomato base of some sorts. It's not really tomato based. There were tomatoes in it. 
Or was it? I don't. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. yeah, it might be similar to what you were thinking of. Yeah, yeah, I love that too. It, I, I forgot what it's called. Listeners, please correct us. What the heck is that dish called? I, I will because... have to. I'll, I'll have to call my mom and say, "Mom, what is that?" What's that I thing? I have it all the time, too, when I was growing up and every time I go back to the Philippines. And I always see it sometimes in parties. And I have no idea. You know, if it wasn't called. for that one dish, I would not know what chickpeas were. I was like, what are these? Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I like that dish. And yeah, that's my preferred carbs. Sometimes the Philippines... will be the last one. Sometimes, Phil, you know, Filipinos aren't the healthiest eaters in the world by any stretch of the no, imagination. No, but we like eating. Yeah. Like, we put t carbs on top of carbs. Like, we will have rice yes. and noodles. We have rice and we put noodles on top of it. And we have <laughs> bread. So, <laughs> like, there's a reason why diabetes sort of runs rampant in the Philippines. Right? Yeah. Because we love our carbs, you know, well, as much as yeah. we love our pork <laughs> and fish, <laughs> carbs is like the way to go over there. And, and speaking of food, since we're since we're talking about stereotypes, food edition, bitter melon. <laughs> I don't oh, I hate get it. it. I don't get it. You and mean, in fact, it, is the is the Philippines the main? No. Okay, so it's is, probably just southeastern thing. It's an it's a yeah southeast Asian Asian thing. Okay. I mean it's not just us, you know, but I don't understand that fruit. Or I that mean the vegetable dish that or whatever the heck it is. The dish that we did eat that had the bitter melon had bagoong in it. Bagoong is fish paste. Yeah, which is good. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's just missing every the time, rice. Every time I buy fish paste, I usually buy it for karekere, which is oxtail. Yeah. And usually there will always be leftover bagoong. And then I'm like, I don't know what other dish to make. I use I, I put bagoong with rice. I know, but it, I, mean, I need something else. That's, um. but here's the thing. Like, just going back to bitter melon. Bitter melon, I don't understand it. It tastes like Tylenol that you chewed up, okay? And it looks weird. So the look fits the taste in this case. Which is and interesting. <laughs> Which is interesting. Well, I shouldn't say much. Because, uh, I mean, how does durian taste? Oh, durian's great. I, I'd never tasted durian <laughs> because I just can't get over the smell. Okay. Well, I'm going to go stop by United Noodles some, sometime. <laughs> 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 and try to get some but durian's great i love durian i will it's one of the first things i want to try to grab a hold of when i'm in the philippines because right. the fresher the better um and the smellier unfortunately but yep it's don't go in the house with that yeah but i mean seriously better melon looks like a cucumber that went that looks <laughs> demented and that when you open it it's like a cucumber that really hates you. So, I mean, that's what it is to me. And I don't get it. Like, I grew up with it. I, I refused to eat anything that my parents made with it. Good thing there was a close by, you know, Burger King or McDonald's. So. <laughs> so when they said that if you don't like it, you can go some somewhere else. You actually took it to heart. Oh, I took it to heart. 
And they know like, I okay, don't bye. like it. It's one of those things I just don't like. And they know it. It's just the same way with eggplant. You oh, know? see, I like eggplant. Oh, I hate eggplant. There's just something wrong with eggplant. <laughs> eggplant, I mean, I think it's just a consistency and something. Like, it just tastes, I mean, it has a consistency of snot when you cook it. So, okay. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, that's that, what it well, is. <laughs> I get, it all depends on how you prepare eggplant, but... Okay. I even tried to taste that Buca de Beppo's or that one eggplant parmesan. I still didn't like it. To and... each their own. <laughs> um, speaking of families, there were a lot of families, and that's a, actually a, a good thing. Filipinos are very family orient, oriented. Um, but I also couldn't help note that, like a handful of the the guys that were at this social. Were <laughs> sorry. Were white guys. Yeah. White guys with their Filipino wives. Yeah. And I'm not necessarily saying that this is a bad stereotype. It was just very noticeable. Who's yes, Edwin. <laughs> I was like, Ed who's your husband, Pam? <laughs> yes, I I am a part of that, but that's also a stereotype. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're okay. Pam and I are married to two Caucasians. Yes. Right. So yeah, we definitely fit that. You know, and, but and, and this is just a, this was just an observation, and there was there's nothing wrong with with it. But it's, I just find it interesting on how that has become very yeah. a stereotype in itself that it's very hard to deny <laughs> it's it is uh i mean there's more than one reason why that is you know one of them being peace corps the other ones being the nurses migration that could happen here where well you know it I could mean, be <laughs> it could be in a partial way um how beauty is defined yeah in the philippines and some part of it you could also blame on colonialism oh yeah so oh yeah <laughs> it is uh i mean to me it, it is like i've never noticed it until like you pointed it out yesterday <laughs> but i was like yeah i've never in every person that i i you know when i was in the csfa a long time ago it occurred you know just thinking about that it's like you're right because a lot of the people who were who were going to these it was kind of funny just to think about it that when I went to these meetings, like these board meetings or these member meetings where the Filipinos would be doing a thing, right? Mm -hmm. And then you could see like the husband couch in, <laughs> in the other room of a house, right? And they were mostly like, <laughs> like, you know, like these like old white guys that know each other because of the because of the society right and they became yeah. good close friends and they would just know each other and they would do business with each other and that sort mm -hmm. of thing and then you know and they would be you know some of them would actually join in on the in the membership meetings i can name a couple of people in my head right now who would do it because you know they were I don't know they were in 
they were very into what was going on. I know, like, one person, I told you this yesterday, where where one of the only, like, Caucasians that were into this group were at, during the time that I was part of the uh, board meetings was a lawyer who was, you know, who, a lawyer who was very, like, like, he knew his stuff when it comes to Robert's Rules of Order, and he was, like, pretty much, like, the parliamentarian of the group. <laughs> so, okay. it is... I guess it is what it is. I don't think we meant... I mean, it's one of those things where it's, it just happens. And, you know, because of history, and yeah, maybe probably because of, like, you know, the you know, colonialism and the other things that are very tied to how Filipinos got here in the United States. Right. I mean, but it doesn't also happen. Here's the thing, too. It doesn't also happen here in the United States because I know several families, like in Europe. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Of course. So. No, this is. I, I'm not saying that this is exclusively in America. Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> you know, globally, interracial marriages are bound to happen because of the ease of travel, yep. the ease of communication, just the ease of connection. And community. Yeah. And that's what, what were we talking about? Like, when we go to the Philippines, right? Mm-hmm. It, it takes the opposite effect. Right? Yeah. Like, we tend to cling on people who came from the United States because we have something in common with them. Yeah. But when then we're here in the, Phil- in, in the United States, we tend to associate ourselves with other Filipinos because we have something in common and they're, they're the you know they are the the minority here versus in the Philippines yep. they're the majority yeah so yep it's, it is it is an interesting thing um what else another, did you, what else did you an- see <laughs> I'm curious now well another thing is that as Filipinos I think we're an exclusion to this stereotype, but Filipinos are very social. Yeah. Like, they know how to market. Oh, there was one lady. Oh, bless her heart. She was so she was, friendly. She was good. Yes. And and she got me over to a table, which they were selling t-shirts that yep. had, like, Filipino, the flag and the country or whatever uh, bearing the Filipino colors. And I was like, oh, this is cool. And she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your size? And I was like, a large. Okay, well, let me sit. Let me find it for you. I was like, she was so friendly. And we we exchanged uh, um, contact information. And she was, and that's another thing too. Us Filipinos, we know how to be very um, hospitable. Yeah. And I think it's, I mean, I think that's like a thing because it's, we've been known, like people go to the Philippines for vacations and stuff like that, or go there because of family, you know, like, yeah, I know a bunch of people, I mean, Angela, my wife, when we went back to the Philippines, I took her, she went to the Philippines for the first time. (laughs) It was, uh, you know, it was very much like. I'll take care of that for you. I will, you know, like she was so lost because she's never really had anybody like, like do things in the matter, which Filipinos are very good at. 
<laughs> you know? <laughs> and, like, just being hospitable and being very nice and all that. And, you know, and I've heard that in plenty of people who's never experienced, like, traveling to the Philippines where, you know, like, people are very nice there and stuff like that, you know? So, I get yeah. that. I mean, I guess we're known for the hospitality. And and historically, I mean, the facts are there too. I mean, yeah. no, in past episodes, we covered about OFWs and domestic helpers. Yep. We talked about, you know, how nurses, how uh, the Americans kind of made it possible for Filipinos to become nurses so that they could go over to the U.S., and get a job there. I guess, yeah. I mean, when it came it's, to when it comes to opportunities like that, we Filipinos would jump. Yeah, would jump on it. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, I just yeah, we take every opportunity to just to you know to live. <laughs> so, and it could be it could be because you know. We know what it's like. It's it's a rough life that people could live, and that and that it's kind of like our whole the whole mentality of helping out your fellow neighbor yep. and everything. Uh, that's an, part of the culture. It's a very. I mean, I've experienced Philippine culture firsthand. Every time I go back to the Philippines, it's a very, especially in the rural areas, it's a very open. Everybody knows each other, and people help out, and they like knock. You know, like they'll just come by, and then you know you. I mean, front porches in the Philippines is definitely a thing where you just come by and then they nod. He's like, hey, is, is so-and-so home? You know? Yeah. And that sort of thing. And then next thing you know it, you know, two guys are having a beer. and <laughs> You know? That's... Yeah. And actually, there are times when our hospitality can be used against us. Oh, yeah. And here's another stereotype. As Filipinos, we assimilate. Very, yeah, we do. Very easily. And um, I'm just thinking back with, you know, my experience growing up here. Because I never learned about Tagalog until recently. Mm -hmm. My parents didn't even bother teaching me about Tagalog. The, um... And I think, I think, I think it's because they just didn't want me to be a, a target of racism. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh, you don't like you know Tagalog, yeah. and I would be looked down upon and treated differently, and they didn't want that for me. I mean, I, yeah, I, I get that. Yeah. Which I, yeah, I get that too. But also at the same time, it's more like a whole. Look at look at me now, and as an an adult, I wish I could have learned more about Tagalog. I, fortunately, my parents kept talking in Bisaya at the house right when I was growing up, mm -hmm. but I didn't speak. I could understand them. I could tell whether they were mad, <laughs> you know, obviously, <laughs> but you know. I didn't speak back to them in 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 Visaya, but I spoke I spoke back to them in in English, mainly because, you know, 
I went to school in an English right. speaking school, obviously. And I went to ESL, which you want to talk about, you know, cultural, you know, assimilations. I mean, the first things that they introduced me to was like, this is what, you know, American kids do for whatever. Mm -hmm. And, you know, let's speak English and we're going to talk about you know, Halloweens and pumpkin carving and stuff like that, which is not a thing in the Philippines. No. You know, no. and, you know, this is, uh, you know, this is 4th of July and, you know, this a fireworks is a thing. You know, it's like that. It, it was very, just thinking back at it, you know, with my parents. It also, and sometimes assimilation is just a way of survival as well. It is. I mean, do what the Romans do, right? <laughs> That's the... Well, the old this, this time it's do whatever the colonizers do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because but, you know, uh, but but in a way, I mean, didn't you help them learn English too? My parents. Yeah, or did they take yeah, classes? Well, they, they already here, knew or? some English when they, oh, they got already here knew. to the United States. Okay. Yeah, because English is taught in, in in schools in the Philippines. Okay. Like especially if you're like going to college there, which both of my parents went to college in the Philippines. Okay. So they already knew, like, they were fairly fluent. I don't know how fluent they were in in English, but obviously it was enough to get, you know, my parents' jobs and stuff like that here. And, you know, and sort of navigate their way through that. And here's another, here's another stereotype that kind of gets me sometimes, is that because... You know, this is specifically for those that have Filipino immigrant parents and were born in and raised in the U.S. That whole notion on how we don't have the Filipino accents. Yeah. What? And I was like, what did you expect me to sound like just because <laughs> I look Filipino? Am I supposed to have an accent or whatever? Are you supposed to have an accent? You know, <laughs> that sort of thing. Although, although my husband always says that uh, whenever my parents, whenever I talk to my parents, and I, there are times when I will catch up on their accents, yeah. and then oh. Jeff will be, or yeah, Jeff, my husband will be like, you know, your your Filipino accent is really showing. I'm like, is it? Yeah. <laughs> every time I come back, every time I come back here from the Philippines, it shows, and yeah. it. My mannerisms, like, are, you know, are still with me from the Philippines. Like, Angela was telling me that stop driving like a Filipino, you know, <laughs> because I was, like, cutting people off and, <laughs> you know, and it's like that sort of thing. And... Stop driving like a Filipino. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I was doing, like, the one time I caught myself doing, like, the creep thing, you know, that Filipinos do just to get into traffic. Oh, and <laughs> so heart attack on a stick. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it happens, and I sometimes lose words. Like I, I have a tough time speaking in English. Well, you have yeah, and you know, it's just about, weird. I was about to say traffic in the Philippines is really different than traffic here in Minnesota. Oh yeah. <laughs> At oh. least in Minnesota, traffic actually goes. It flows. Oh, if you don't cut someone off, you'll never get into traffic. <laughs> That's the thing. You have to force your way. The, the 
the the horn isn't it's like you know the horn isn't like hey you yo what are you doing you know whatever or go you know like green means go horn you know there it's i'm gonna cut you off and i'm gonna blare my horn or i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna go to your left it's your signal it's your it's your brakes it's your because go it's your actually actually is it true though <laughs> that if you do use your brakes in manila traffic no one will let you in oh yeah no one will let you in like it's it is like i don't like i remember i remember on a more i was driving i was riding my motorcycle or my dad's motorcycle when i was there and i did the stupid thing and i stopped uh oh <laughs> i uh -oh. stopped waiting for someone to you know waiting for a hole you know on the cross yeah. traffic there was no hole in the cross traffic. Are you kidding me? You know? <laughs> and, then, and then this guy on, the, on my right, you know, he goes like, like, you know, like he was telling me, it's like, you better go. <laughs> you know? It's like, what are you doing? Go! And I'm like, there's like freaking traffic going across. So I was like, uh, so I went and I did like, I tried doing like the ramp thing that we do here in the US, you know, where you have like a a ramp to get into traffic. Mm -hmm. I did a very crude version of that. <laughs> a very crude, crude version, version of it. Of it. <laughs> to the point where I thought I was going to crash into a to a, a tricycle. Like a <laughs> oh, yeah. More power to those that are riding motorcycles in Manila traffic. I'm like, I'm like, <gasps> Yeah, they're, you're they're, like you're like you're you're supposed to change a lane, then all of a sudden, boom! They're the ones. Motorcycle just goes right by you, and I'm like, okay. They're the ones who do who do not three lanes. No, <laughs> it's six lanes because you forgot that there's motorcycle lanes because they're between cars, and that's their lane. So this is regardless never, of lines. Yeah, and Just never put out. your <laughs> never do like the the hand wave thing, you know, putting your arm out because you're gonna get your arm's gonna get clipped by a motorcycle whizzing past you. Yeah, and they're that close. You know, there was one time I was like riding in Davao and I was I was I was I was uh, I was riding in the car in Davao and I could have sworn a motorcycle like just like hit a bus. But Jeez. then, yeah, and I was like, holy crap, that, thing, that guy just hit a freaking buzz, you know? And then, no, he drove on the sidewalk and went back into traffic. <laughs> crazy. That's just crazy. <laughs> it was just like, holy I mean, to, uh, I, I'm pretty sure my American side is like, that's illegal. And my Filipino side is like, nah, he's okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we'd be, what was it my cousin was saying? It's like, we'd be calling 911, like, right away over in the because Philippines. Because of the people hanging over nah. the Jeep yeah, <laughs> I'm sure that's illegal, you know. But over there, it's whatever. You can put nine people on a on a on a moped. And I'm pretty sure call people it a family like, car. Well, I hope their arm they have good arm strength. Yeah. Was it Skylab? <laughs> Skylab is a thing. You're serious, a thing. You're in the Philippines. There's something called Skylab. Skylab is basically if you're riding a motorcycle, right? You put this two by four. Or some kind of beam <laughs> perpendicular to to the motorcycle, right? And there's other people riding and balancing on that beam. 
<laughs> so this is how you put nine people on the motorcycle. And they whiz by, you know, at like 40, 50 miles an hour down the main, main, main highway with people hanging on the side of the motorcycle. <laughs> they're not even on the motorcycle. They're on the beam. Right, and they're just right. sitting there, like teetering, like eh, whatever, you know. It's like there's no way, there is no and, way that would pass MnDOT or whatever public safety you, here. Mind you, people in the Philippines, their shoe of choice is chinelas. Yeah, flip flops. Yeah, really. flip flops. And they're wearing. And so, picture, if you will, <laughs> that scenario. Yeah. Your toes are bare to the running road beneath you. Yeah. yeah. There's, no, there's no such thing as, uh, as as helmets. Oh, no. Oh, no. You know, there's no helmets. The only time you have to have a helmet is if you're in the city. If you're in Davao City, you need a helmet. But. <laughs> but. There's you know, <laughs> there isn't really anything called a helmet if you're out in, you know, in the main highway. Because what usually happens is they take that crap off and then they only use it as a as a you know like a passport into the city pretty much <laughs> so it's i guess us filipinos love to live dangerously we're hospitable oh, yeah. but oh, we yeah. live dangerously it is, <laughs> it is a sight to behold it's a whole different world I, but hey but hey we have good food oh we have excellent and food. we we can provide excellent company yes Karaoke is always a thing. <laughs> oh, that's another stereotype. Karaoke. I'm still looking for the karaoke machine. <laughs> but yeah, you, yeah, I remember you saying, oh, will there be karaoke at this social? And I'm like, I don't think so. <laughs> Sometimes there might be. I mean. But that's an excellent idea for probably like next year's social. Hint, hint. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you can't. I mean, I'm sure some like a probably half the people at that social has a karaoke of some sorts well if they have a spare <laughs> i'm willing to buy it from them <laughs> <laughs> oh boy we gotta we gotta get you a karaoke machine <laughs> i like being in front of the mic any type of mic really <laughs> podcaster like, turn singer. on guitar hero with a <laughs> oh, guitar hero. <laughs> Let's turn that sucker on again and start singing, you know, singing oh, John Bon Jovi or something. I don't even know if I still have the stuff for it. <laughs> I have to go uh, look for it. I think I still, I think I still have my PS3 mic somewhere. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Anyway, so <sighs> I'm sure we're gonna touch back on this as our more observation happens with. Uh, you know what we see i mean it's it is a thing there's a lot of influences in the you know in terms of filipino culture i mean there's we are essentially like a cultural boiling pot 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 pot, pot. something pot. <laughs> pot something you know i mean we have we're, we're a hollow hollow yeah pretty much i mean <laughs> we're, hollow, we're, we're influenced by a lot of things and one yes. of them is you know the other the other countries around us and the people who've occupied us in the past so it's it's part of our history and i'm sure we're gonna yep. um we're gonna probably touch on this in later episodes but in the meantime i think we're out of time i think we're over time i think actually. we're over time actually <laughs> so much for the one hour mark um <laughs> 
And so I will play this. And, oh, that's not it. I'm in the wrong thing. Hold on. Just kidding. Uh, where the heck it is? There it is. And. Oh. There we no, no, wrong music. Wrong music. Okay. <laughs> I get a. I really get a button up this think, new system. I think you're. I think you're still tired from yesterday. Perhaps. <laughs> um. You know. Yeah. So that's that's episode fifteen. I hope you enjoyed it. And you know what? Tell us that we're wrong. Tell us that we're full of it. And email us because we're always looking for uh, for a conversation outside the episodes. Or, of the or show. name more stereotypes, yeah. more stereotypes that you can think of, and yeah. we can talk about it. Yeah, just be nice, right? Bawa, yeah, that would be preferred. <laughs> yeah, bawa la mga haters diha. So, <laughs> so, so, if you ever want to strike up a conversation with us, Edwin, where can people find you? Uh, they can find me at T Cities Edwin on Twitter. They can also find me at DIY Edwin um, on the instagram which i have a unsuspected uh project that i have to do this week Ooh. concerning <laughs> home improvement so uh-huh. and i may i'll tell that on uh, our other show which uh was probably more fitting over there but <laughs> just to say it was very unexpected and it's very i don't want to do it but i'm kind of have to so sorry what was your twitter handle uh, it is t cities edwin yes no i'm sorry no t yeah, TCD's Edwin on Twitter, DIY Edwin in Instagram. And then you can also catch us on legendcreators.com if you want to sell, uh, drop a, uh, a comment on there. We'll always read it. Yes. And you could also find me, Pam, also on Twitter. My handle there is PandaCatDragon1. You could also reach me on Instagram at PandaCatDragon. Um, you could also reach us via Facebook at our Legend Creators Facebook page. We also have an email, uh, Hangouts at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. Yep. And so. also, don't forget, like, subscribe, comment. Comment, like, subscribe, comment, like, subscribe. Oh, and share. And share. Don't, comment, don't like, subscribe, share. and share. <laughs> and yeah, please uh, give us a thumbs up and a, uh, a like. <laughs> and um, yeah, so... That's, uh, I guess that's episode 15 of Hollow Hollow Hangouts. Mabuhai. Bye-bye.